What are you so worried about, Alex? I mean, Christmas isn't just about giving gifts. Yeah, Nicole's right. I mean, it's also about a decadent merchandising plot that stabilizes a government-controlled economy in the name of goodwill. It doesn't matter what you guys say. If I don't have presents by Christmas, I'll be considered a total failure as a sister and daughter. Say hey, say hi, say ho. Good morning, Gut Buckets. This is Big Orange Couch, the 90s Nickelodeon podcast, where we talk about all things 90s Nickelodeon. My name's Joey. I'm Andrew. And I'm Abby. Welcome to episode 35. We're going to be talking about an episode of The Secret World of Alex Mack called The Gift. A holiday (laughs) episode just in time for uh, the holiday month, I guess. Mm. People have been jonesing for Alex Mack, and we're we're here to deliver. Uh, We have with us Abby for the first time. Yes. Uh, Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cousin of Andrew, and very excited to do Alex Mack. You haven't done much, and it was one of my favorite shows. <laughs> oh, boy. So, <laughs> so does, to do does that. that imply anything about having rewatched it oh, now? Oh, absolutely. Okay. okay, great. Yes. <laughs> and we watched a lot of, I feel like, Nickelodeon when we were kids. That's all we did. Say. Yeah, yeah, that's our adolescence. That's <laughs> what we grew up on. Yeah. Well, I, I hope you have a lot to say because I'm fighting a sinus infection. So, um, yeah, feel, we'll feel, feel free <laughs> do to what I can. feel free to speak until your heart's content. Okay. Um, in the meantime, there was a new Hey Arnold movie out. Mm, yes, uh, we <laughs> neglected it uh, <laughs> when it premiered, but um, I think we're gonna be talking about it in the near future yeah um, next couple months at length when we can really dedicate some time directly to it but people have seemed to really been liking it yeah yeah um i have not watched any of it yet Mm -hmm. and i've seen most of it i'm I'm, I'm on the dvr plan so i i've not seen the last 10 minutes (laughs) Uh, i'll get there i'll get there um but overall very good so far i think cool yeah um, uh, we also have some emails from you guys about various topics. Mm. Um, we'll start with um, Jacob, who emailed us about his favorite Are You Afraid of the Dark list. Uh, and he says, I know it's a little late, but after listening to your Are You Afraid of the Dark episode, I couldn't help but make my own list of favorite episodes. Um, they're not always the scariest, but these are the episodes that have stayed with me. Number five, The Tale of the Doll Maker. This is a story about a little girl's relentless determination to save her friend from a creepy fate. Friend, friendship is the main theme of the episode, and I really like that. That was a great episode. I thought I really liked that concept. Yeah. And the effect of the doll was very yeah. creepy. Yeah. yeah. The one where they, like, she gets sucked into the doll house. Right. Yeah. yeah. I always thought it was a bad name for the episode, the doll maker. <laughs> yeah. There is no doll maker, really. Unless they're con- talking about the house. Oh, yeah. But okay. even still, that's kind of confusing. That turns you into a doll. Yeah, but just call it the dollhouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, number four, and this is the second person who's mentioned this episode, the tale of train magic. Hmm. Um, this tale had a certain, uh, this tale had a certain, for lack of better word, magic about it, getting me into trains at a young age. I'm going to have to revisit this one because I, <laughs> I remember it as one of my less favorites. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number three, The Tale of Apartment 214. Uh, he says it had one of the sweetest and most unexpected endings in the show's history. Really heartwarming. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A lot of sadness to get to that. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. 
Um, number two, The Tale of the Shiny Red Bicycle. Such a layered and emotional masterpiece. If it wasn't for that annoying dad, this would have been my number one pick. <laughs> I don't remember the dad. Neither do I. Yeah. And number one, very popular pick, The Tale of Midnight Madness. What can I say? This is classic Are You Afraid of the Dark? At its best, with a highly original plot. I like how at the end of the story, Vink bought the theater, allowing us to fill in the blanks of what might happen next. <laughs> yeah, uh, that is great. <laughs> There's no denying it. Um, our next email is from Justin. Uh, he says, first off, thank you, Caitlin, for supplying some great content for this episode. Mm -hmm. I agree. Uh, really good ones. For the shorts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, initially, when I thought of Nickelodeon shorts, my mind automatically goes to Inside Out Boy. That was the most memorable short for me due to the idea of being ridiculous. As a child, that would have been my favorite. As an adult, and rewatching them as our school bus turns is clear favorite. Um, today, I sought all of the AOSBT episodes out and could only find three out of the four ones that are listed to exist. They definitely remind me of Pete and Pete, and I feel they accomplished the best story in a small amount of time. I agree with that. Um, the bumpers and shorts were one of the unique things I enjoyed about the network during that period, as it felt like when you watched Nickelodeon, it was its own universe that you could become emerged in. Hmm. Um, as we discussed, the collaborative and integrated element between the kids and the network was ahead of its time. I can't think of any other network's pre-social media and reality television era that allowed hmm. these kinds of relationships to exist. Totally agree. Yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah. Well, thank you, Justin. Yeah, As always, bringing the insight. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Our next email is from Celeste about Keenan and Kel. Uh, she says, I'll be honest, I don't hate Keenan and Kel. <laughs> However, I find I can only take so much of them before I have to turn it off and not watch. <laughs> I do understand their wacky plans are all meant for laughs, but some of what they do, it's like they're trying to act like toddlers on Rugrats at 15 and 16 years of age. I will say, though, speaking of Rugrats, the bit in Kanan and Kel episode where they have had... <coughs> excuse me. Where they had the live turkeys delivered reminded me of the Rugrats Thanksgiving episode when Grandpa Lou won a live turkey. The main difference... <clears throat> from the Rugrats episode versus this Keenan and Kel special and even the Cat Dog episode you guys reviewed is that while in Cat Dog and Keenan and Kel's case they wanted to get a turkey to eat on Thanksgiving. The Rugrats episode had an opposite approach where their turkey was concerned in wanting to set it free because the turkey was their friend. Thanksgiving Day in the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade was the premiere of the Rugrats balloon and the first balloon in history to feature three characters. I'm not going to tell you which three characters. You get to take a guess on that one. Or have the listeners guess, should you read this message on a future episode of your podcast. Your gut bucket friend, Celeste. Oh, very nice. Well, I believe I know which three characters are on the book. Oh. Do you? I would guess Tommy, Chucky, and Angelica. Okay. Uh, Tommy, Chucky... I'll, t I'll tell you... Spike. Got it. Oh, I wow. think she got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. tough. I feel like I saw it. I feel yeah. like I did watch the It was parade. a pretty memorable balloon, yeah. I think they're on top of Spike. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, always great nice. to hear from yeah. Celeste. Yeah. Um, what do you say we take a look back at that moment in time? 
Uh, so The Secret World of Alex Mack, The Gift, premieres on Saturday, December 23rd, 1995. Mm, just, um, just a short two days before Christmas. Yeah, yeah. But this is a Snick episode. Oh. Um, this is season two, episode 10. And technically, we've talked about December of 95 before when we talked about Rocco's Modern Life Fortune Cookie. But that did not deter me from finding more. <laughs> <laughs> so let's take a look. Um, Michael Jackson collapses while rehearsing for an HBO special. Huh. I actually remember that somewhat vividly. I mean, <laughs> really? for how ridiculous of yeah. a thing to remember that is. Wow. Yeah. Okay. It's kind of big news. Registered. At time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember his hair catching on fire. Huh. I don't know if I remember I him know. collapsing. Um, U.S. federal court votes that cable companies must carry local stations. That just wow. seems like a no-brainer. Yeah. Yeah, but you're starting to enter, I think, into that phase of, like, big... I think I always assumed, like, it was always smaller companies who ran local. Oh. Now you're getting these big... Yeah, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Big companies coming in. Um, and then, finally, Playboy goes back on sale after thirty a 36-year ban in Ireland. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, so... That's about... This is, if we have any more December 95, I'm out. <laughs> That's about all I can find. Uh. Um, movies, as I mentioned in the Fortune Cookie episode, the number one movies in December of 95 were Toy Story and Jumanji. Um, but other movies that came out that month that were not number one uh, was Heat, uh, As Good As It Gets, Grumpier Old Men, uh, Dead Man Walking, and Father of the Bride 2. <laughs> Pretty slow year in my or month at least. Um, I like I like grumpier old men. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's okay. It's just I can't say I've seen oh, any man. of those movies. I miss I miss <laughs> I miss Walter Matthau every day. <laughs> what about uh, Jumanji or Toy Story? I had to pick between yeah. the two. That would be Jumanji. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's Alex said the same. Robin yeah. Williams, mm. a big <laughs> part of my childhood. All right, all right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, songs, uh, song, other musical things that happened that month, uh, the Beatles released Free as a Bird as their first single in over 20 years. Hmm. I'm guessing this was just um, in the vault since, oh, yeah. since uh, one of them was dead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the 24th annual New Year's Rock and Eve special airs on ABC, and the uh, musical acts in December of 95 that year were Brandy, Okay. Goo, Goo Goo Dolls, Cool in the Gang, Martin Page, and the Rembrandts. I don't even know who Martin Page is. No. The one name that I just don't recognize at all. The Goo Goo Dolls actually played in this year's Thanksgiving Day Parade. The oh. I saw them, mm-hmm. and it was making me real sad. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't it make you kind of sad? Yeah. Yeah. yeah because yeah. everybody's just lip singing. Yeah. And, like, so you're just watching them lip sync and, like, all these weird dancers around them. And, oh, and they were on the Hawaii float. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's why, difficult to watch. Why, why were the Goo Goo Dolls on the Hawaii float? <laughs> they have a big Hawaiian following, I guess. It just seems like Moana came out this year. Like, uh. someone someone do the math here. Yeah. Uh, anyway, all right. And then video, other video games that came out in December of 95. Fantasy Star 4. Uh, the End of the Millennium. That's what the game was called. Uh, Brain Dead 13. Mm-hmm. Final Fight 3. And Kingsfield 2. I don't know any of them. I know Final Fight 3. Yeah. Not, not of note. Okay. <laughs> 
So uh, that's that's December of uh, 95, a, a little extra, I guess you'd call it your bonus. Um, but um, I'm eager to talk some Alex Mack. This is an electrifying episode. <laughs> it really is. Hardly contain myself. Oh, boy. Um, the episode begins with a little interesting voiceover part. Um, it's, I guess it's supposed to be, like, uh, somebody on the morning announcements at school, like, talking to them. But it seems like it was obviously, like, a last-minute, like, uh, we better... setup of what's going on <laughs> yeah. in this episode. They're starting at school, but they're not going to be in it for the rest of the episode, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's, and they say, happy shopping, students. You know? Weird. It was a little weird, yeah. so I, but, yeah. but I think it <laughs> ends up being okay as the episode goes along. Um, so they're like walking, Alex and her friends are walking down the hallway talking about <laughs> what they're going to get their family and friends for Christmas. And Alex reveals that she once again has not saved up for Christmas. <laughs> and Ray immediately lays on the guilt. <laughs> he says, I can't, well, let's hear it. I don't have any money. I started saving, but it was way too late. December just blew by, didn't it? I'm dead. I can't believe this, Alex. You go through this every single year. I know. <laughs> Which is, it, I really like Ray as a friend. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it just seems like she's already feeling bad about herself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I can see. I, I'm kind of on Ray's side here, but okay. Um, so Alex uh, convinces Ray to get her a job at the Christmas tree farm that he's working at this mm. year. Yeah. Steve's trees. Ah, Steve's yeah. trees. Well, he said he'd inquire about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> he can't just promise her a job. Well, she's kind of begging him, and he agrees he'll try. Yeah, the good so friend. Give it a shot. The good friend part of Ray. Yeah. Um, um, can I mention real fast the yeah. line that I played at the beginning mm-hmm. of the episode, which is one of my favorite. Um, it's when Alex is talking to the group of friends, and the one friend uh, t- says about Christmas oh. that it's a decadent merchandising plot that stabilizes a government-controlled economy in the name of goodwill. <laughs> and I just felt like some writer in the writer room was like, i got to fit yeah. this in somehow. <laughs> like, here's my political belief on Christmas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, I did kind of like that, too. Yeah. I mean, they just threw it. Like, they didn't make the episode about that, but uh, yeah. throwing it in there. Yeah, yeah, Represent yeah. all <laughs> views. I don't know if you're... Have you watched much of Gilmore Girls? No. I've <laughs> seen some of it. <laughs> it just reminded me a lot of a Gilmore's, Gilmore Girls line uh, where there's, like, a character who's, like, probably too young for a concept saying something that's kind of, like, witty yeah. and cool. Yeah. Um, but it made me laugh. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so meanwhile, Alex's parents are at home preparing for the whole extended family to show up for Christmas, and that includes Uncle Bernard, uh, Alex's dad's like uh, family nemesis, I guess. Yeah, it's his, it's uh, Alex's uncle. It's his mom's brother. Yeah, but the dad's George's nemesis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, George. Yes, uh, but he uh, like made fun of him and stuff. As yeah. they were growing up, or yeah. whatever. Sounded cruel. Over the years. Yeah. yeah. Uncle Bernard. I don't have any ideas. What do you think he would like? Bernard, do we have to get him something? Yes, George. I can't believe you just said that. What kind of holiday spirit is that? Uh, because Bernard's the one who won't ever let up. Every time we see him, he's calling me Super Nerd and Mr. Wizard. And when he was here last, he really rubbed it in by bragging about his money and his success and by making fun of our situation. I've never forgotten that. Um, 
So uh, uh, next <laughs> next week, cut again abruptly, kind of. Yeah, wait, before we abruptly cut, because these cuts are yeah. abrupt. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> um, can I just point out, one thing I really like about Alex Mack is the lighting. Mm. Um, and I think they always do a really... <laughs> I think they always do a really nice job in the Mac home. It's always like really natural lighting. Now that you say mm-hmm. that, I really agree on this yeah. episode at least. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think they do it a lot where it's never like a ton of artificial lighting. It's coming through the window or in this case, a lot of Christmas lighting. It's dim, Yeah. which feels like a choice most shows don't make. Yeah, that was that was difficult 20 years before this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So now we abruptly so, cut. Yeah, we get. So now we're at the Paradise Valley Chemical Plant, a kind of familiar uh, locale in Alex Mack. Um, and Vince is telling Miss Atron that they've discovered the first possible side effects from large doses of GC one sixty one. The you know the stuff that made Alex Mack the way she is. Yeah. Her powers. Um, and strangely, Miss Atron insists on testing it on herself like i'm not sure what yeah i think well i think she's going to do the test to see if it's like if it works right but i don't know I if she was the doing impression it on herself. that it was like I yeah i, I don't yeah, know I guess if she was doing really it on herself yeah she well. was just going to be part of the <laughs> at any rate ne- <laughs> Never would, like, the top executive of this company be, like, performing yeah. the uh, right. experiment. Well, Vince does try to talk her out of it, but yeah. she's pretty cruel to yeah. Vince. <laughs> Adamant she's going to do that. As she always is. Yeah. I mean, that's and just to remind you, yeah, Vince is the guy who's, like, after Alex. Um, a- Miss Atron's the lady that runs the company. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, pa- yes. Uh, Paradise Valley. Chemical plant. Thanks, yeah. um so ray uh in fact gets alex the job selling christmas trees so well i made a few inquiries and start your job tomorrow oh ray i knew you'd save me you're the best (laughs) another abrupt oh to the home oh oh yeah i know i just kind (laughs) of skipped over it what 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 happened there well just after she went on about she's gonna do a test tomorrow then it was a sudden, another just another sudden scene cut in to, the home, though. Yeah. But what were they doing in the home? On Messing this one? with the lights. Oh yeah, Again. yeah, yeah. Or okay. For the first yeah. time, I guess. So they're kind of like setting up the dad being the typical Christmas dad. Uh, yeah. <laughs> these these lights will be what impresses Uncle Bernard. Yeah, yeah. He wants to prove once and for yeah. all, he's got his stuff together. <laughs> and then yeah, cut to like Ray showing up. Yeah. Getting her the job. Yeah, yeah. So they're on mm-hmm. the job first day or whatever, and Ray's kind of showing her around. Yeah. Real, real, now, this would be the point for me to point out what I think the writers of the show actually, <laughs> what the point of this episode actually okay. is. Because several times throughout this episode, Ray brings up how commission works. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah, a lot. In fact, yeah. I'll, I'll just play, I'll play it here. So how much does it pay? As much as you can make. It's all commission. You know, you get paid for the amount of trees you sell. Oh, don't worry. I'll show you how it's done. It's only one day, but it is Christmas Eve. You can make a bundle if you play it right. Thanks. No problem. Now, it's your first sale. Remember, it's commission, so you have to sell quickly and then move on to the next. All right? Out of volume and more volume. Yeah, Annie, the concept we're dealing with here is commission. You move the merchandise, you make the money. You're killing us. Okay, so those are, I think, three examples (laughs) 
of Ray talking about commission. And so I think this is actually an economic lesson for kids <laughs> rather than a Christmas episode. <laughs> Okay, very, very <laughs> I, I did put commission in uh, my notes. But. Yeah, like he's really stuck on it. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, <clears throat> did you note that he's getting her the job the, on Christmas Eve? Yeah, yeah, it's Christmas Eve. Yeah. Who goes Christmas tree shopping on Christmas Eve? <laughs> All the last minute. Uh... I mean, that's like for, I get it, like you're going for gifts. Nobody goes and buys no. a Christmas tree on Christmas no, Eve. No one does. Anybody who just screwed up and forgot to get one. Yeah. Normally, in sh- this happens often in shows, and usually they get there and there's like no trees left. Yeah. Yeah. So they have to settle right. for the yeah. worst one. Yeah, but Ray's all like, if you play your cards right, you'll make a bundle. And <laughs> <laughs> the lot is stock full. I guess if you don't think about it that hard, it seems logical. Oh, Christmas Eve, people really got to get there. If they haven't gotten their tree, now's the time. All right. Um, okay. But we're not doing our job if we're not yeah. dissecting <laughs> Alex Mack yeah, here. That's true. <laughs> okay, so um, we cut... Oh, excuse me. I was just going to say, including Annie. Oh, who yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, that's true. Somehow needs a tree herself. That's true. <laughs> Where's she putting the tree? <laughs> Is um, it her, for her boyfriend? Because oh, he's there, too. Yeah. Okay. It must be. And he's driving. Yeah. So he didn't he, get a tree. He shows up at the lot. Her, Annie and, and her Christmas boyfriend. Eve. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Tree sales, tree sales, tree sales all the way. Oh, what fun it is to have money every day. <laughs> okay. So we again cut back to the uh, chemical plant, and Vince and Miss Atron just, like, quickly say something about trying to find that contaminated kid, basically. Mm-hmm. Like, this... It's like a... We, almost like a... We forgot to mention this. Like, we're still doing this. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, reminder the whole uh, the whole premise of the show is still <laughs> yeah, occurring yeah. <laughs> um so so then we go back again to the tree lot and alex is trying to sell a tree to annie and annie's really like just grilling her on these trees giving her a hard time yeah. keeping her from uh you know like moving on to the next commission take a couple steps back at the plant dave is offering vince his christmas gift Dave, get back to Sector C and do whatever it is that we pay you for. Do you realize how close you are to contaminating a vacuum zone? No. But as you know, I'm often in the right place at the wrong time. (laughs) Dave, I'm about to enter into a very important test with Miss Atron. Did you have something urgent that you needed to discuss with me? Ta-da! Merry Christmas, Vince. It's against company policy for me to accept gifts of any type, Dave. We have a security breach, blue zone code five, I repeat code five. We have an unrestrained animal loose in the laboratory. I want it apprehended immediately. Um, which ends up being a chimpanzee. Oh, yeah. yes, yes. Oscar. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is, that's maybe the biggest plot point of the episode. Yeah. 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 Um, well, kind of. Well, like, when I, if loose. you take a step back and really look at this, though, that's like, it feels like a secondary, like, wedged-in little plot line. But if you're a kid, the thing you remember about this yeah, episode is yeah, that, the one with the yeah. chimpanzee. Yeah. Yeah, okay. But, but that's a pretty funny moment. So Dave o- offers to Vince. Vince is furious. Chimp gets loose. You know, we... we... <laughs> yes. Uh, but he... But before he gets loose, he eats a bunch of the GC-161. <laughs> Really I meant I meant loosen the plant, but yes, oh, he'll oh, eventually oh, find oh. the GC ones. He really seems me. to enjoy that. 
chemical. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he leaves a uh, glowing footprint. <laughs> Vince finds his glowing print, yes. Um, and when he... I, I like a line coming up here. When he... Uh, when the chimp escapes the plant, finally. Mm. There's like a security guard or whatever. This must be my favorite as yes, well. I wrote great. it down. <laughs> Shall we just hear it? Yeah. Security! I've got the chimp in my sights. Headed west on Maple toward the Christmas tree lot. Over. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I love that. I love that he's not just going down a street, but that it's the street that heads right towards the Christmas lot. <laughs> and the chemical plants apparently, like, you know, within uh, seeing distance of this Christmas tree lot. Very weird. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, and yeah, like, so as this is happening, all the stuff at the Christmas tree lot is happening with Annie. Yeah. She's giving my, uh, Annie, Annie's giving Alex a little bit of a hard time. So what was that question Annie wanted the answer to? Oh. Do you, um, do you remember? Wasn't it, she didn't want a tree that the spindles were going to fall or whatever, which, should she get a fir or should she get a... That's it. Should she get a fir or should she get a cypress? <laughs> And at which point yeah. Annie's boyfriend pretty much nicely steps in and is like, give her a break. <laughs> um, yeah, that was one of the weaker um, kind of like leaps in logic, I felt like, mm. in the episode, uh, accepting that she would actually ask these ridiculous yeah. of questions. Yeah. Um, but uh, so after the monkey escapes, we're back at the Christmas tree lot and she's still trying to convince Annie to buy a tree. Yeah. Um, and now Ray's like involved too. Also, <laughs> can't manage to sell her yeah um and real quick we cut back in another sudden cut <laughs> wait i'm getting i think we're like confusing these cut times no 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 no, 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 no we're not we're no, not <clears throat> that it, i it's so quick that i could see why you just pass it up i only stop on it for a second because it was weird um so they when he gets the message of monkey's gone mm. There's a quick scene of Atron yelling at Vince, and I uh, think what's supposed to be happening is in the scene they thought the alarm was going to be playing very yeah. loud, and so <laughs> Vince is like play acting like he's like yelling at her, and you can't hear him at all. But she's she's play acting, but you can still kind of hear her like pretend like you better go find yeah. like play acting screaming, yeah, and yeah. it's just such a weird like why did you put that in there? Yeah. Like they clearly screwed up. There's another moment like that coming up. Okay. I'll mention, um, but uh, Alex and uh, Annie like discover the monkey at the Christmas tree lot, and they also discover that he's able to use his powers, oh, yeah. much like Alex. Those fingers are zapping, <laughs> <laughs> and they can't believe it. But uh, so this is kind of a weird moment where Annie's like suggesting they just blow off the monkey like leave him my let second, him get caught yeah. my tied for favorite line let's just play it alex i gotta go and you should too that monkey's exhibiting all of your symptoms if he's been contaminated like i think he has then vince isn't far behind i can't leave him here i mean if they find him they'll chop him up like they want to do with me alex, it's not worth it now just sell me a tree and forget about the monkey which plays into the idea of like why aren't they why aren't they phased by the like three people Ray shows up Alex uh, Annie and nobody is phased by the fact that there's a chimpanzee staring at them right. yeah let alone yeah. that it's got a pine cone levitating in front of its face 
Yeah. <laughs> just, just forget yeah. about that. <laughs> Right. Um, so Vince is like after the monkey and he comes after them and Alex and Ray help the monkey escape from the, uh, yeah. from the tree a, f- a fun chase, a fun chase scene with some very fun music that I'll, I'll play right here. Very fun. <laughs> um, I think this is the moment that there's another really weird part where, like, Vince is, like, upset or something. He's like, ugh, but there's no noise. It's just him like, <laughs> scrunching his face up. Yeah. And, yeah. It must just be a disconnect between the director and, like, what was happening in the editing room. Like, oh, don't worry. We'll put, like, some sound over this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, did you also notice during the chase scene that the chimp goes from being, like, you know, a naked chimp to wearing an elf costume. Yes. When did that? <laughs> when did costume... that? Where did the costume come from? In chimp size. Oh, because they were they were walking him through oh, they, the tree yeah, lot, they... pretending it was a child. You know, but where did the clothes come from? They must that have found them at the tree lot. Like maybe. You know, they, were, know. they were ready for somebody to put them on at the tree lot as like a marketing type thing. I don't know. <laughs> Um, all right. <laughs> okay. So, uh, back at home, Alex and Annie and Ray are outside, like, hoping that the monkey escaped and whatever. Uh, Ray goes home and Alex, like, sneaks into the house and she hears... Did I miss something? Mm-hmm. What's... What, what is it? <laughs> Just can't keep up with these edits. Um, I have, in parentheses, after another look at Sunset and the plant place, oh, it kept... Yeah. Uh, yeah, there was a bunch that. of edits right there where it shows, like, Ray's SWAT team, or not Ray, uh, Vince's <laughs> Vince, SWAT team, yeah. like, going yeah. out. Yeah, and, Dave asking if they could, like, go, get a break to eat. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah. Um, right. uh, so <laughs> Alex sneaks in the house, like, using her power, her yeah. liquid puddle power. You gotta get one an episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and she overhears the family kind of arguing about Christmas-type stuff. <clears throat> yeah. I spent all week on this ridiculous light show, and I can't even turn it on without blowing out all the fuses in the house. I'm gonna have to work on it all day tomorrow, and it still might not be ready in time. Bernard may have the last laugh. Again. George, what about me? Have you taken a good look at this house lately? I, I can't possibly get it cleaned up by tomorrow. Mom, huge problem. What? Look, I wanted to wear this for the party tomorrow, and there's a big rip in the seam. Can you fix it? No, I can't fix it, Annie. I, I don't have the time. You're going to have to sew it yourself. Mom, you know I can't sew. Annie, you can split atoms, but you can't sew. We'll work on that. Fine, forget it. I'll just wear something I hate instead. <sighs> Well, they were going to have a Christmas party. Yeah. So well, there's a lot. And I like that. that I like that because, like, the reality of, like, Christmas is the day's nice, but, like, getting ready for it can yeah, be stressful. Yeah, that's, that's true. I like watching that family aspect. Yeah. But Alex, when hearing this, that night, and imbued with the Christmas spirit, uh, sews her sister's dress and tidies up the house with her powers. Yeah, from the comfort of <laughs> the couch. Fixes the lights. Yeah, with a yeah. lot of squinting. Yeah, really, <laughs> really hard squinting and some beautiful some Christmas music. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She, pointing, squinting. This is, uh, this is uh, kind of a nice scene, though. I mean, it was done well. Yeah. <laughs> I, it, I think... I think the music has a lot to do with that. It's like this soaring children's choir. It seems kind of like out of Home Alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and yeah. It, so even though it's just shots of Alex sitting on the couch, it feels like, wow, this is so Christmassy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so the family wakes up the next morning and 
can't believe what Alex has done. And she's delivered. <laughs> and um, they assure her that even without presence, mm. they will always love her. Alex, honey, hey, Merry Christmas. Thank you so much. And my lights, what a wonderful surprise. How did you do all of this? Well, Ray helped a little. And the rest of it just kind of happened by accident. As long as we can keep them running until Bernard gets here, I'll be happy. Thanks, Alex. You don't have to be so nice to me. I didn't even get any of your presents. Alex, you've given us so much, more than you know it, and, and not just this. Everything you do. Honey, we love you. You don't have to buy us presents. Wow. So, yeah. That's a powerful. That's a, a Christmas uh, message, if I've ever heard one. Yeah. Yeah. Like any like snarkiness or um, anything, any, all of that aside. We, I, I complained all November about like none of the episodes getting any Thanksgiving feeling right, yeah. and even as like sappy as it is, to its credit, especially the last like ten minutes, I felt like it really tried yeah. mm-hmm. to have a Christmas feel yeah. set in the desert. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I, where is this supposed to be? <laughs> Paradise Valley, and I always assumed it was California, but oh, I'm not sure. Okay. It's deserty. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. Th- so the gang later on is waiting outside, kind of waiting for a Christmas dinner mm. to be ready, and they're wondering what happened to the monkey, hoping he's safe. And we, <laughs> and we get to see, um, and we get to see that the monkey is now living with Dave. <laughs> Somehow, <laughs> I like that a lot. Boy, I'm glad I found you again. And don't worry, Oscar. I'm not going to give you back the Vince. He's not ready to nurture anybody yet. But you and me, we're a team. Mm-hmm. Hungry? I'll get you something. I don't re- remember him ever coming back in any later episodes. It seemed like that could almost be a good like way to make the story more complicated later on, like have the monkey being involved with powers. Yeah, I don't know that either whether Oscar ever comes back, but um, him and Dave seem like a great team. Yeah. Um, so uh, back at the uh, the Mac household, <laughs> the family is all showed up, yeah. and Bernard. <clears throat> comes to the door Oof. uncle bernard i was nervous for george yeah yeah, yeah it was too in hard. a very unrealistic moment i think yeah, yeah. um bernard just like apologizes for years of being a jerk to alex's dad george uh, i was thinking on my way over here tonight how i've made jokes at your expense over the years jokes mm-hmm. i really can't recall that bernie oh, come on you know i used to tease you about being mr wizard or or one day you'd discover how to turn those little paychecks into big ones. Oh, yeah. Now it's uh, coming back to me. Yeah, well, before I enter your beautiful home and see your family again, I just wanted to let you know that I am sorry and, and that I am very proud that my sister has married such a good guy. Merry Christmas, George. Merry Christmas, Bernard. Uh, Merry Christmas. But, uh, look, you, you want to help me hang some lights? Oh, yeah. Like the most genuine apology I've ever. Yeah. Heard. Like if if someone at any point in my life pulled me aside and gave me this type of apology, I'd be like, you, you know, I love you. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, unbelievable. You really redeemed yourself yeah. after decades, uh, I guess, of yeah. being a jerk. Would have to be. Yeah. So that was that was very. 
but still kind of heartwarming. Like it's got yeah, that. Yeah, it, it was good. It's the Christmas <laughs> spirit thing. It's the type of thing that you that I thought, oh, that would be good if this happened in real life. That would be great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so finally, we we get one last shot with the gang. <laughs> yeah. And Alex is asked what she wants for Christmas. Yes. <laughs> And what does she want, Abby? All I have is Straight Alex's forward. peace sign electricity that burns a hole into the ozone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't understand how that's much. Peace? Yeah, yeah, yeah peace. Yeah. Peace. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, Old Alex Mack. She's... But it's like, I mean, that, that moment made my jaw drop a little bit. <laughs> like, she couldn't just say world peace. She has to show off that power and draw Damn. the peace symbol. <laughs> I can't believe she can do that. Yeah, like, how power. does into the Just one shot. Just a single shot. Like she programmed that one into little the, bolt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I wonder if like each finger has one bolt symbol. She can like shoot up. So like, pointer finger yeah. is peace. You know, like thumb is heart. Yeah. <laughs> kind of cool. So that uh, that wraps her up. Um, we're left with a message of peace for Christmas. Good Christmas message, really. I mean, whether it was a little little over the top cheesy, but uh, I think a good. <laughs> It was in the right place. Their heart was in the right place. Heart was in the right place. <laughs> you don't think so? <laughs> no, I agree. Uh, but I agree more so with the cheesy. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was so corny. I had yeah. I had trouble getting through it. <laughs> so disappointed. Okay. So disappointed. Oh, boy. So what was like your, not to get into ratings yet, but like what was your, what did you feel about Alex Mack when you were young? She's my idol. Really? Um, like so much so that I brought a picture. This is my what I dressed like um, all throughout. Oh wow, <laughs> that is very Alex um, Mackey. <laughs> backwards ball cap. Yep. Usually the button-down flannels wow. or heavy, big, oversized clothes. Whoa. Yeah, I wanted to be her. Okay, but so did you like kind of idolize Larissa Olenek? No. Or you no. love the show? Alex. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I wanted those powers. Mm. They, they just. Made her interesting. Yeah. You know, she was that yeah. that uh, girl next door kind of tomboy, not the popular one, not really doing much of anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of around, and then yeah. this happens, and she's special. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't change her. You know, yeah, she's That's got all true. these special powers, right. but she doesn't use them even to the hurt sh- people. The show to, even points it out. Like, yeah. if, you know, she could have turned into a puddle and just stole from stores. Yeah. I bet a lot of people would But no, nope, she wanted a job <laughs> to earn that money. By the way, raise... Well, never mind. I won't get into the commission stuff. I, you know, I was thinking about, like, what uh, I would do with this power, and I really couldn't come up with much that was, like, really worthwhile. It's mainly for transportation. Yes, that would be good. Yeah. yeah that would be good. Um... Laziness, you know, just lifting things. Oh, yeah, that's pretty cool. The telekinesis is cool, but like the puddle, I could only come up with like bad things to do with the puddle <laughs> power. Couldn't come up with like a really good reason. But that since she's be... a high schooler, it's mostly for sneaking by her parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or what if you have a panic attack? But it's like, what do you do? Terrible anxiety, yeah. so you can just no. I like boop, it. Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> but I'm ar- I'm just arguing that there's very few, if any, like good. Um, uses for that. Hmm. I know. I mean, good in the sense like, uh, like helpful, useful, or helpful, like in some like meaningful way. No, I. Yeah, yeah I. There's not like a go-to like with like 
flying or invisibility, <laughs> things like that, where you're like, oh, man, I could do that. I could yeah, do yeah. that. But, like, yeah. Actually, I almost feel like it's kind of like invisibility. Like, what would you do with that? Not as convenient because you're still a puddle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. You could That's generate true. power for people in a <laughs> water. Free yes. fireworks yeah. show, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So you loved Alex Mack when you were little. I did. Um, it sounds like your feelings watching this one are different. So when we get to ratings, inform us as to <laughs> what changed. <laughs> yeah, we'll um, so let's do some bios and trivia. Hi, this is bios, trivia, ratings, and stray observations. Well, um... First of all, I just wanted to look at Vince because he was maybe the most memorable guy or like memorable character like yeah. in the episode. He was a good. He was a good bad guy without being like um, too over the top. Yeah, though he's pretty over the top. It's but I agree. I agree. No, you're um, right. No, he is over the top. Over the top. <laughs> but in a good way, I think. Like, in a good way, it, yes, yes. It never gets annoying. Well, yes, only in a good way. <laughs> he was my pick for arch enemy uh, uh, towards the beginning of the podcast, yeah, and. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that'll hold up or not, but yeah, I, I like him. He's in, he, yeah. yeah, so let's hear about him. Um, he hasn't been in many other things. The most notable being Tales from the Dark Side, Criminal hmm. Minds was the TV series, was yeah. the most recent thing he did. How long ago was that, do you know? Uh, like 2011, oh, I think. Okay. Um, and he did a bunch of video game voices of games that are nothing I've ever heard of, really. <laughs> okay. Um, so he didn't really do that much. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but this... I'm glad I remembered to bring this up. This is uh, one of the reasons why I don't like that they got rid of the forums on IMDb. Because it'd be like somebody like this who you might go down to the forums and there'd be people talking about them. Like maybe they live by them or something mm. and say, yeah. oh, he's doing plays right here. Yeah, yeah, you know. he's on Broadway now. Yeah, there's <laughs> no way to find this stuff out. Yeah. So, What's his real name? Uh, John Marzilli. John Marzilli. Yeah. Yeah. I liked him a lot. <laughs> yeah. You don't like Vince? No. Oh. No, I don't. <laughs> Is there any characters in this episode that you're like, I still like that character? I mean, you still like Alex. Okay. Um, She's she's doing the best she can. <laughs> <laughs> with, the, with the writing she's been given? Or... <laughs> yeah. Um, Bryce, uh, Annie's boyfriend, who we just <laughs> okay, briefly yes. see, uh, is played by Josh Keaton. And he's actually been in a lot of stuff oh, since. Wow. Uh, most notable being Hercules, the movie, animated oh. movie. Okay. Uh, World of Warcraft, he does voices in that. Wow. And the Green Lantern animated series. Mm -hmm. And King of the Hill. Oh. Who in King of the Hill? Uh, just like random oh. little parts. That's cool. Uh, yeah, but he's done a lot of voice acting. Um, yeah. Very good. Cool. Uh, well, this episode was written by the co-creators of Alex Mack, mm. uh, and they didn't write like a ton of episodes, so they must have really wanted this one. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, one of the co-creators is Ken Lipman. Uh, he wrote 16 episodes of Alex Mack. Um, there's close to 80, so, wow. um, and this is really his only big, <laughs> this is really his only big um, contribution yeah. to like an ongoing series. So for Ken Lipman, this is kind of it. Mm. Um, the other writer and co-creator was Thomas Lynch, uh, who is involved in a lot, and I know that he goes by Tommy Lynch. Um, this is one of six that he wrote. He's also a producer on a show I was very fond of as a very small child called Kids Incorporated. 
<laughs> Do you remember that show? I, I saw that. I saw this guy, and I saw that that was on his list, mm-hmm. but I had never seen. Oh that. man, I had a, it was a really very singy songy show, yeah. but I loved it as a kid. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's the creator of the Journey of Alan Strange. Yeah. Uh, he helped create Caitlin's Way. He was a head producer on 100 Deeds for Eddie McDowd. Uh, and, I mean, he's still working for Nickelodeon. Uh, the last thing he made, he wrote, directed, and produced was last year a show called The Other Kingdom, which only ran for about two months. Um, but it seems like he's still pretty actively employed by them. Um, and then the director of the episode, a guy who has also not done very much, named Paul Tassie. And he directed five episodes of Alex Mack. And the only other kind of notable thing I saw that he did was a video for the B-52s, <laughs> which seems to be an ongoing theme on this yeah. podcast, is like all these directors direct B-52s yeah. uh, songs. This is for Girl from Ipanema Goes to Greenland. Um, and... I'm guessing you have either never seen the video or haven't seen it for a long time. I went back and watched uh, The Girl from Impanema Goes to Greenland, and one thing I think may have been the deciding factor is why he got hired as a director. In the video, the um, members from B-52s are shooting bolts from their fingers. No. <laughs> yes. Bolts all over the place, like out of their heads. And uh... <laughs> Do you know which one was first? Oh, definitely the B-52s video. Oh, so yeah. maybe that was... It's inspiration. <laughs> but wow, if we could yeah. just come up with a concept around this. Yeah, and going back and watching it, the bolts don't look very good. Huh. In the video or the show? The or show, bolt? I thought. Oh. The show. I mean, they don't look like anything special. They didn't uh, offend me or anything. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, Paul Tassie directed. Yeah. Uh, trivia? Yeah, um, I just had that this was produced by Lynch Entertainment, mm. which is... Thomas Lynch, the yeah. Thomas Lynch Company. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you pretty much covered what I had to say about oh, him. Okay. 300 different girls auditioned for the role wow. of Alex Mack. Man. Yeah. They nailed it. Yeah. <laughs> I adore her. Yeah. Um, and it replaced Clarissa Explains It All. Uh, I kind of had a feeling, and I was even thinking, I think I preferred Clarissa a little bit more over Alex Mack. Hmm. Two pretty different shows. Yeah. I mean, I'd need to be in different moods to watch them. Yeah. But if you had to pick one, <sighs> <sighs> probably Clarissa. <laughs> probably. I would go with Alex Mack. <laughs> yeah. I would. I'm not proud of myself though after <laughs> reliving it this week. Um, it was one of the first appearances by Jessica Alba. Oh, mm. oh in okay. the show. Okay. Yeah, her she's like her she rival did. or something mm-hmm. at some her, point. Jessica. Her, yeah. her oh. name is Jessica <laughs> in the show, her rival. <laughs> High school rival. Um, there was controversy around her in the first episode, you know, when she morphs into the puddle and comes back naked. Oh, oh uh, I forgot about that. the only time. Yeah. The only time. I, from then on, they said, no, you, yeah. your they, clothes can... They heard back from parents of, like, she could just keep her clothes yeah. on. <laughs> it would also make no sense for the rest of the series. Really? No. Like, how would they work around that? No, impractical. Mm-hmm. Um, her hats were inspired by the costume designer's father. Hmm. He wore... That's cool. <laughs> I, I like he that. He wore those. That's a nice little touch. Huh. Yeah. Um, and it was never canceled. 
Yeah. They ended on their own terms. Yeah. Good for them. Yeah. That is <laughs> yeah. good for them. Yeah. Um, going along with that, I, I saw that this was the longest-running live-action Nickelodeon show to that point. Mm. It was quickly um, replaced, but um, it had 78 episodes in total. Mm. You know what beat it? I think iCarly. Oh. Uh, I was going to guess Drake and Josh. Oh, I don't know. I guess 80s. Okay. 80s a lot, I guess, for a kid show, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, I also looked up uh, cities in America named Paradise Valley, uh, and so there are two, like, made. I don't even know if I would want to call it major, but there are two definite cities in America called Paradise Valley. One is in Arizona, and one is in Montana, which is very near Yellowstone. Hmm. Um, and I always assumed it was in California, so I, I searched uh, Paradise Valley, California, and there's a Wikipedia page for it, and it is so weird. So I'm urging, if you have any interest, search Paradise Valley, California, go to the wiki page, it is like a weird proposed town. The whole page is just a proposal for this like makeshift town of like if we build Paradise Valley, this will be there. If we build Paradise Valley, like we'll put this up. It's really weird. Oh, wow. Okay. It, yeah. It kind of kind of freaked me out a little bit. Um, the series was filmed in California, so it was filmed in Valencia, California, and at sometimes Santa Cl- uh, Santa Clarita Valley. Um, the Mac Home and Paradise Valley Chemical Plant interiors were filmed in a converted warehouse used as a soundstage. Hmm. Um, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. All right. Yeah, I don't have anything else for I that. Took, right. I did take some notes um, from previous episodes of Big Orange Couch oh. that oh. touched on Alex Mac. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, so in episode, your of episode oh, okay. yeah, yeah. two, second episode ever. Yes. Uh, you had Chris. Yes. Um, he mentioned this was his least favorite theme song. Was oh, really? He didn't like it. Secret World of Alex Mack theme song. Wow. No, least favorite. It did make it onto your close call list. Yeah. Do you, now, I mentioned why it could never <laughs> make it to my list. And that's because the obnoxious decision to have her narrating over it. Oh, I was going <laughs> to, having watched this, the thing that annoyed me most about it is that honking truck <clears throat> at the beginning. It's yeah. so loud. Yeah. Man. I did notice that. Yeah. Um, I, I agree that the theme song was abrasive. <laughs> mm. I, I remember it being kind of jumpy and fun and... Now as like it, you're right. watching it, it seems clunky and <laughs> just... I, I bet you'd hold up better if she wasn't gabbing over it. <laughs> Episode 9, um, you also had you had Chris here, actually. Oh, wow. when Chris was in town. Wow, in the flesh. Um, <laughs> he called her homely. <laughs> and uh, she's portrayed as the plain Jane hero on the inside. Tomboy who's trying too hard. Huh. Oh, oh, Chris. Boy, really... brutal. Yeah. yeah. Um, hurt my feelings a little bit. <laughs> hurt my, you know, I admired her. No, she's lovely. Yeah. She's, she, uh, I mean, like, I think like, as a character for young girls, Alex was like nothing but like very moral. Yeah. Uh, tried to do what was best. I, this episode is just like her like having a panic attack because she didn't buy her family yeah, gifts. Yeah. I mean, I when I was a kid, I was writing like little slips like we'll do we'll sweep the floor for a yeah. week like here's my chores present. <laughs> So she, I think she's a great role model. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, yeah. What else you got? A few more. 
Um, you picked Annie Mac as your sister in the yeah. family yeah. episode. Um, you call her overbearing. Oh, okay, yeah. I'd, I'd stand and, by that. And rewatching this episode, I would say she's pretty overbearing. <laughs> So. She is. Yeah. She is. Yeah. But at me being a big sister, I can relate 100%. Yeah. You're, you're that line between the adult. She's and still the child. trying to do what's right for Alex. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think she knows that Alex is like, she shouldn't have to beg Alex to get off the Christmas tree lot because Vince is coming. You know what I mean? Like, right. Alex is like, well, what about That's the monkey? True. It's true. like, good lord, you're going to get killed. Yeah. Uh, my final note uh, in your episode 14. Um, oh, this has nothing to do with Alex Mack. <laughs> so it's just something you need to get off your chest? Um, well, you asked what what do you identify most with 90s Nickelodeon? Mm. Uh, what show uh, is your 90s? Yeah. And mine, mine is Rocco. Oh, you brought oh, the shirt. I wore the nice. shirt even. <laughs> nice. Yeah, um, Rocco. It's ahead of its time. So it's Rocco over Ren and Stimpy. Oh, 100%. Mm, very good. Okay. 100%, yeah. <laughs> They knew what they were doing. Are you excited for Static Cling then? Yes. The new movie? Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Um, we actually watched it once, the the preview. Yeah, the, yeah. Uh, trailer. And yeah. I'm excited. It looks good. I think good. they're going to do a good yeah, job. Yeah, I think so too. Well, those are some good notes. Yeah. <laughs> I would not have recalled. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we'll have to have, you know, if Chris comes back on. I want to know what his problem with Alex yeah. is. <laughs> Sounds like he's got a real yeah. beef. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe he dated a girl once that wore a backwards hat. Maybe. And <laughs> Maybe. Uh, all right. Other straight, uh, some straight observations? Yeah. Um, at the beginning of the episode, <laughs> I, I don't know if you caught this, but besides Ray, Alex's friends disappear for the rest of, yeah. from the rest of the episode. Yeah. That yeah. was it. They had one little scene. and yeah. They're not invited they're to gone. the Christmas yeah. dinner. They're government rant and <laughs> they're out. Um, on one time on the radio... Also, there's like a radio narration at one point, mm. kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's like between scenes. Did you catch the song that was playing? I did. <laughs> uh, it was called Santa Needs a Milkshake. Oh. Uh, but there is a two songs. Okay, so yeah. I'm, I must have missed that one. Yeah, Santa Needs a Milkshake is when they first arrive yeah. at Steve's. <laughs> it's, it's great to have someone here with us that's absolutely freaked out by like how a how close attention we're paying to this. <laughs> um, the other song was Don't Cry For Me, Santa Clausito. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I had that one. Um, okay. Well, did you... <laughs> in that same spirit, did you catch what movie Dave is watching? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. Let's hear it. Uh, Dave and Oscar are watching Merry Christmas. I don't think so. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's presented by the chemical plant. It is. Which is, a, uh, I thought, a cool touch. Yeah, yeah, it's like the chemical plants just, like... Uh, Runs the town. Yeah, and they're evil. Yeah. Like, messing up everything. Yeah, I like that. Um, and uh, finally, this is something that I thought was kind of interesting, and I don't know if it uh, applies to all episodes, but none of their clothes and their... And, like, the scenery and stuff, nothing had anything to do with, like, um, references outside of the Alex Mack world. Or, like, Alex Mack Universe. Oh. You know? Like, there was not one thing that was, like, Coke or... Yeah, no, like, little know? Nike symbol yeah. or... Yeah. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, well, good strange. for them, yeah. Yeah. 
hard to get away with. Yeah. yeah, it's a very it's their own encapsulated universe. Yeah, yeah. and Paradise Valley kind of feels like that. Yeah, yeah, really remote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, so one thing I did, I guess, going along with clothing is I did note that uh, Alex is often in the episode wearing some combo of green and red between her hat and her shirt. Hmm. Christmas type thing to it. Um, Did you know know how hot Paradise Valley is when the morning announcements say it? Oh, boy. I think so. I think it was 110. Ooh, not that hot. (laughs) Not that hot. You you got your numbers in the wrong order. 101. 101. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but it's hot. It's a hot Christmas. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember any of the nicknames that Bernard calls George Mac? Oh, man, I, I there was one that was really memorable, but now I now I'm not coming up with it. No, I don't. He mentioned Super Nerd and Mr. Wizard. Oh, Mr. Oh, Wizard. <laughs> Way. Brutal. Um, I did note that Miss Atron, Miss Atron is much taller than Vince. Mm, yeah. Uh, which I, I, I don't know, was interesting. Did you note what Dave's hat says? Uh, <laughs> He's wearing a red hat oh, man. throughout the whole episode. Yeah. And his hat says, I believe in Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, when Oscar, the chimp, goes loose in the laboratory... They call in a emergency announcement. Do you remember what the so for oh, for an unrestrained animal in the lab? Yeah. Do you remember what the no, alert definitely is? Definitely not. Code orange. Ooh, it's code five. Code five. I just remember the orange. They said blue yeah. zone. Code five. Oh. Blue zone. Code five. <laughs> uh, Annie's Annie and Alex's mom mentions that Annie can split atoms, but not do what. So, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Real zinger. <laughs> Take it easy, Mom. Um, when though, we... uh, you know, I was thinking, though, Annie, I mean, come on, should really be able to sew at this point. She's, like, a really, like, and she can do all kinds of stuff. And she's and... studious enough to, like, figure yeah, it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. But we got to give her a dilemma. It's Christmas yeah. night. Christmas Eve. Um, Dave's window, when they cut to Dave and Oscar... Do you notice what he has spray painted on his window? No. Dave's window. No, no. Uh, ho, ho, ho. Yeah. <laughs> um, and as you mentioned, they're watching uh, Merry Christmas, I Don't Think yeah. So, and they mentioned that it's sponsored by Paradise Valley Chemical Plant, and it mentions their slogan. Yeah. I, I Which was very, I think it's a good one. <laughs> yeah, it is. I almost wrote it down, and I just decided, oh, I'll remember this. Um... <laughs> And I don't think I know it. It's like something along the lines of like ruining everything. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's very, um, yeah, it's two-toned. So it's um, Paradise Valley Chemical Plant. We believe in progress at any cost. Ah, yes, <laughs> at any cost. Yeah. <laughs> very, yeah, very ominous. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, that's it. So ratings. Yeah. <clears throat> um, this episode has a 7.2 out of 10 on IMDb. Mm. Uh, it has an 8.9 out of 10 on TV.com. <laughs> wow. Uh, so it's our time to give our rating out of five Crip Stars. Well, didn't take me long to come up with this one. I went with two and a half out of five Crip Stars. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll tell you why I gave it this many. Um, I almost <laughs> gave it less, but 
I think for all of Alex Mack's faults, the acting is like actually really good. Hmm. Um, it's never it never like breaks that like really silliness like level, hmm. and all the actors are like just seem really committed to these parts. Like they're not above it. You know? Yeah, they don't. They're not acting like we maybe feel weird, funny doing this. Yeah. It's just like they're the character that they are. So that, I think, um, kind of elevated the mediocre story and everything else about it, really. I, I hear you. No, that makes sense. That is the same for me as uh, last week's Keenan and Kel. Um, or, I mean, not last week's, but Keenan and Kel. Yeah. Uh, and Cat Dog, I gave a two. Yeah. So I, I think I feel good about those. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think what it's proving is that like holiday episodes are just a little bit harder to pull yes, off yeah. um, than like just your run of the mill. Yeah. I am going to rate this episode three Crab Stars. Okay. She's my girl. It's my show. <laughs> um, I, I got a supporter. Yeah. But I was terribly disappointed. Hmm. There was nothing at all like I remembered. <laughs> um, the entire thing was so corny and cheesy. It was hard to watch the screen and not, you know, play on my uh, phone or talk to somebody, you know, like to really pay attention. I had to watch it a few times. Mm. I even went and watched a couple other episodes oh. just to see maybe it was this particular one. Yeah. No, oh. no, they're mm. nothing like I recall. Um, so. Were the others you watched kind of in the same vein as this one, like feeling wise? Um, like, did this, what did this, did this represent kind of what Alex Mack yes. was? Yeah. 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 Um, do go, do gooder. Mm-hmm. Um, always, yeah, trying to do what's right, treat everyone properly. Um, it, it just was so corny. Yeah. It was, it was too, too <laughs> it, over the top. But it must, for me. it must have spoken to you. As an adolescent, it did. Yeah, um, that's why I'm so you're disappointed. Ju- you're just not there anymore. No, yeah, no, I'm nowhere near that anymore. <laughs> Which, and I'm not, I'm not saying it's a bad thing because I'm with you. For like, you like Rocco a lot, mm-hmm. and Rocco was like that balance of when you were a kid. Like, there was a lot to laugh at as a kid, but a lot you also felt like you weren't getting. Mm-hmm. And now as an adult, you can kind of go back and watch Rocco and be like, holy cow! Like, some of this is really like, uh, I don't want to say cynical, but like, <laughs> this is some like. The rough around the edges stuff. Yeah, yeah. And so probably Alex Mack doesn't offer that layered. No. <laughs> probably no. what you see is what you get. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I could see that. Um, it, it does come across though as heartwarming. You know, the mm. Christmas episode it does give you that feel. Yeah. Um, so that's that's why I'll give it three. Very good. Yeah, I won't I won't ramble too much because I'm kind of like right there with you. I gave it a three as well. Wow. Jeez. Um, <laughs> Okay. Um, I, I thought I did. And the reason I gave it a three is because I thought I did a better job of being a holiday episode than the past two we've talked about. Okay. Regard. What did you give uh, Keenan and Kelly again? Two and a half. Wow. So this is a half Krebs, a full half Krebs starve better than Keenan and Kel. Yeah, because it. I could watch any episode of Keenan and Kel. Uh, and it would do what we last week's mm, yeah, sure. or a couple weeks ago yeah. did. Um, and it's a Thanksgiving episode, so I wanted. I, I don't know. I just <laughs> I want okay. more right. substance. I, if it's a holiday episode, I want to. I want those feelings, and yeah. I think Alex Mack did that a little better. Um, I thought it had um, you know. I, there's something about to me. It is a little weird. 
I don't think it's purposely weird, but the way the show is made is like just like jarring enough that I think about it and like the tone of it. What are you talking about? Which show? Um, I'm sorry, Alex Mack. Oh, huh. Like it's the like what you talked about with like all the actors, how seriously they yeah. take it. You can tell like everybody making it took it really seriously, yeah. and it has like a weird tone for a kids show. Like bordering on not a drama, not a comedy, yeah. like some weird in between, um, and so that tone like sticks with me, and I really like the way it was like kind of shot, and um, so I think it's like I think it's kind of good. <laughs> I, I, yeah. th- this episode didn't make me want to sit down and watch more, which yeah. is a bad sign, yeah. but I didn't mind watching it, and. I certainly had a few very good laughs. I thought there was like three great lines. I thought Vince holds up. Dave is, you know. Dave is good. Dave yeah. is like the Kramer here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, you have a chimpanzee in the episode, which is, you know, you could kind of match that up with the t- walk uh, with the live turkeys and Keenan and Kel. Just did a little more for okay. me. Okay. I, I feel they're very close for me, but I think Keenan Kel might uh, edge out Alex Mack a little bit for me. But you gave it the same score. Yes. I'm not a full point five oh. stars <laughs> edge out, but, you know, a little. So do you want to adjust here where, like, Keenan and Kel's 2.6? No. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't even want to get into the further points than the half. You, half you and I so far have refused to use... Yeah, uh, yeah. I just, I kind of want to make myself just yes, <laughs> make a decision. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I have to tell you, I was close to a 3.5 on this one. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I mean, come on. It's all right, but... It just speaks to me a little more. Oh, man. The Keenan and Kel, like, I, after it was over, I felt, like, a little more positive about watching future Keenan and Kel episodes. I thought, okay, I can handle this, like... No, uh, this I I don't really. It deters wanna, you from ever wanting to watch It doesn't watch like really one. deter me, but it doesn't make me want to watch it either. Really. So I'm, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Very good. Yeah. That sums it up. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. What to think about? <laughs> yeah. Um. So I was thinking about like. You know, the episode, this episode, the moral is kind of like just doing the right thing, being yeah. good at heart, om- like, or yeah. almost like doing chores. Like, <laughs> that's a good enough gift, right? Because Alex yeah. is pretty much, she did everybody's loose ends. And it's like, you don't need money or gifts necessarily, traditional gifts necessarily to show your value to the people right. around you or whatever. Right. Um so I was thinking then, like, in your life, have, do you have any, like, especially maybe more so from when you were a kid, yeah, like, yeah. gifts you were really pumped about getting or pumped about giving? Either way, I mean. Yeah. A couple big ones for me um, were the N64. <sighs> I think that was the yeah. video game system mm-hmm. that was, like, the pinnacle of me being amazed by it and feeling yeah. like this is, you know. Yeah. the next world. <laughs> yeah. So I loved that. Um, also, I really used to like uh, Garbage Pail Kid cards. Mm. And at w- one Christmas, my brother got me like a, one of the series of Garbage Pail Kid cards. But, yeah. uh, so I, I loved that. Like at the time, I was like, this is my favorite gift ever. <laughs> so That's happy. awesome. Yeah. Huh? Um, yeah. I mean, the one, the one that really stands out in my mind is getting... I don't even think I asked for it, um, but I got a tent. 
It was a Jurassic Uh Park tent. Um, And I was super into Jurassic Park. And I think even since then, I've been really, I've always been fascinated by like enclosed spaces. Um, Like I would, for a long time in high school and college, I'd put like, uh, I'd hang a blanket from the ceiling and like put it around my bed, like make my own little like (laughs) fortress. So like um, just something about that. Like I remember spending a lot of time as a kid in the tent and like, making things or like putting stickers on it inside and so that was a very memorable one i also remember getting a nintendo 64 um, particularly when i got the game for 64 ken griffey jr baseball which um were huge fans of the super nintendo version but i remember like then getting the 64 version was i vividly remember over christmas break spending like a good 48 hours straight just like (laughs) playing a season (laughs) um and I also remember a lot getting CDs, like, around the time of my life when <clears throat> my parents started figuring out that I really liked music, of, like, I really want this band CD. Like, it was a big deal, right? Because you yeah. can go online oh, and yeah. just buy the right. music or whatever. So, like, being like, oh, man, I really, you know, I want, I don't know what it would have been. I want this Wallflower CD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. You know, I want this Weezer CD. And then, like, getting it was really satisfying because then I could go to my room that day and, like, put it yeah. in. And, yeah, so. a CD. that I've kind of lost that uh, CD experience a little bit. Yeah. Like, it used to be like you sat down with the CD and would listen to the whole thing, and it was almost like, you know, like a transporting experience. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. almost like reading a book. Yeah, you'd similarly. open up the, yeah. the crystal case yeah. and pull and, out the insert. And... Yeah. And you were gone for that time, yes. kind of, while you were in that. And, and you really had to experience every song. Yeah. Because you'd never heard it before and plus like when you didn't have that many you were listening to the same albums like over and over again a lot so by the end of that you were like you just knew it right yeah kind of lost that a little bit yeah spending weeks on real big fish yeah uh yeah um i i do agree about the n64 um i recall getting that um still have it still play it same do you have any you play a lot? Like I'm. A- I've revisited all the Zeldas. Oh, cool. Um, recently. Yeah. Replayed them. Yeah. Beat them. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still big on Goldeneye. Yeah. Still like a good healthy game of yeah. Goldeneye. Um, and you know the Mario Kart, oh, of yeah. course. So good. Or the Mario Party, yeah. the the original. Yeah, or the Mario's love all, all of Mario them. Games. Yeah. All of them. Um, and to kind of piggyback off of what you said. Um, I recall getting a Casio, um, keyboard. Cool. Yeah. And I'm still very involved in music and I, you know, have a piano at home and play Mm -hmm. often. And that was, you know, the portable, take it wherever I want, play in. That's Uh, a cool one. So I do do remember that. I still have it. Oh, well, cool. Um, so that was, that was real important. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Well, uh. I'm in the Christmas spirit. Yeah. Any <laughs> Christmas thoughts or Christmas opinions? Thoughts. Favorite Christmas movies, perhaps? Oh, wow. Ooh, big one. Um, well, our family has the tradition of watching Christmas Story. Yeah, Christmas on Story. Christmas Eve. Really good. That is very good. Can't beat it. Um, they're actually doing the live action uh, downtown. Oh. Through the holiday of a Christmas story. Oh, cool. and the Christmas story house, of course. Yes. Here, not, not too far away. Yeah. 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 I, Christmas story is a strong one. I think yeah. 
I think we talked about it briefly before on an episode. I don't know mm. why, but um, <laughs> um, I can't. I think you said Christmas Vacation. Oh yeah, yeah. That's it. That That's my number one. one. Yeah. Is it? Is yeah. Your number one? Oh yeah. It's all the right notes for me. Yeah. Um, I also said a Christmas Story. Yeah. And again, I think it's, it has that muted tone. Mm-hmm. It's, it's very real. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, very yeah. close number That's two for me. I just, yeah. I just love that there. that wacky Christmas vacation yeah. feel. It is good. Yeah. It is I'm good. cracking up at it to this day. <laughs> Scrooged is up there for me too. Oh, Scrooge is also Scrooged. great. That is a good yes. one. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if you know the Muppet Christmas Carol. Oh yeah. Mm. Oh yeah. Really That's my that. favorite Christmas Carol mm. rendition. Yes, me too. I watch it a lot as yes. a kid. Yes. Um, absolute favorite. You should give it a try. Yeah, yeah maybe I will. Yeah. I don't know. I think I it's was on... never big on <laughs> like Muppets or puppets that much. No. Yeah, they just never did it for me. Huh? <laughs> the best one. Uh, so what are we doing next week? Next week, we're going to have a special Christmas Versus episode. Yeah. And it's going to be between Doug's Xmas story, or Doug's Christmas story. <laughs> yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> How dare you. <laughs> and uh, Rugrats the Santa Experience. Yeah. So just like Halloween, we're putting the Doug and yeah. Rugrats yeah. Uh, holiday specials yeah. up against each other. This is, I guess it's a thing now. <laughs> <laughs> they feel kind of, like, connected. Feel, feel like they little, came out at the exact same time, yeah. so they feel a lot closer. I think because uh, th- this Rugrats episode's a full episode. Mm, yeah, yeah. Um, so I think Brett will be here. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, great. To uh, r- take over his duties <laughs> in yeah. the versus role, uh, and this time around, you'll be defending Doug. Yes. And I'll be defending Rugrats. Yeah. Just for a little, little change, little change of pace. Yeah. I need need uh, a little zest. <laughs> I don't like being down on Rugrats all the time, just as I'm sure you yeah. don't like being down on Doug all yeah. the time. Yeah. So that'll be good. Right. In the meantime, if you want to get a hold of us, we're on Twitter at BOC Podcast. We're, we're so near 1,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. We're so close. Um, we're on Facebook, very near 40 followers. <laughs> uh, we're on Instagram, very near 100. Um, and we do post at least once or twice a week on Instagram. Um, and uh, you know how to hear us because you found us. Um, it is very helpful to leave us a review on iTunes and a special shout out to uh, the last person who did, Ashley F. Baby, uh, for your five star review. I mean, uh, a, a very heartwarming review, Ashley, so we really appreciate it. Um, and if, if you could tell any friends or just recommend us, uh, and subscribe to us on iTunes, that's, that's the most helpful way to help us out. Um, so it's December, people. We're excited about Christmas. Abby. Excited for the holidays. Happy everything. Yeah. Thank you for being here <laughs> yes, with us. Thank you so Thanks much for, for coming. Me. This was great. Yeah. Hope you enjoyed it. Maybe maybe we'll hear from you again in the maybe future. Maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> cool. All right. See you next time.
Christmas Eve. We leave you now with Don't Cry For Me, Santa Clausito, 